You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, this Friday morning. Now, let's turn to a more serious topic this morning. We're talking about the suicide rate here in Hong Kong, and particularly youth suicide. Now, Hong Kong recorded 22 teenage suicide attempts or deaths in the past uh, in, in three months, which is double the number of the same period last year in 2022. Now, some experts say that the teens are struggling to adapt to school life after the pandemic, but what other challenges are our youths facing here in the city? And to talk more about this, I'm really delighted to be joined once again by Clarence Jung, the Executive Director of the Samaritan Befrienders here in Hong Kong. Welcome back on the program, Clarence. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Hi. It's always nice to, to, to talk to you, but it's not nice as well because of, of the topic involved. Where yeah, definitely, yeah. It's not a good thing to talk about, but uh, the fact is we are facing a very uh, you know, hard uh, uh, situation. Especially for the, for, for the youth. Can, can you share yep. some more information about the figures? What's your assessment of, of the suicide rate, of, in particular youth here in Hong Kong? And, and what do you do at the Samaritans? Well, Bethany's? last year, I mean, in 2022, we had uh, an increase of suicide, uh, a number of suicides, and uh, the rate of suicide uh, for youth. And, uh, you know, uh, there were tw- uh, 39 cases of suicide deaths. Um, for people aged below 20, which was uh, 3.61% of the total number of suicides. Uh, seems not too high, but uh, the recent figures are alarming us from uh, 1st of July uh, to, you know, the latest, uh, you know, uh, November. Um, there were 22 cases of suicide deaths. The figure jumped drastically, starting from September. And uh, apart from those we cannot trace their presenting problems, studying, loving relationships, family problems, or the reasons of their suicide. And uh, we see that about 18% of these suicide cases had mental illness, which is quite abnormal, you know, for young people at this stage. Uh, you know, young people should have a lesser chance to have mental illness. Uh, so this is a bit alarming to us, you know. And uh, another thing is that study pressure is still the biggest problem students are facing in Hong Kong. As I've said, you know, the figure jumps starting from September when the academic year starts again. Uh, but we have to be careful that the cause of suicide is always complicated and so one can solve a lot of things at the same time, which all contribute to suicidal thoughts. Yeah, do we often see a rise or, or a jump in the, ra- in the suicide numbers after the school term starts in September? This is uh, yes, I would say uh, yes, but uh, you know this year is uh, a bit uh, higher than the, uh, the past, so that's why we, we we were alarmed by that. Yeah, and you you mentioned earlier that the school pressures and just academic pressures here in Hong Kong. I think it's not unique to Hong Kong. Many cities in Asia and 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 globally, but here in particular, there are a lot of homework, a lot of exams as well. For, yeah, and, yeah. And, and people are busy, so maybe some of the signs are not really noticed by caregivers or yeah. even by teachers. Right. It's not only it's not only you know a global problem, uh, but that you know after the COVID uh, lockdown and a lot of students do not need to go to school. That few years, um, you know, have uh, made them a bit uh, you know easy. All right. But then 
after this period of time, they have to chase all back to to uh, the uh, uh, the curriculum. You know, the school pressurized them a lot to to make them learn what they haven't learned before. So it's a lot of pressure to them, in fact. Absolutely. I do know that, you know, some children in primary one already, the textbooks are f- for next term are already primary two syllabus. Yes, that's, so, a, that's a really big problem. And, you know, it's very common. And they're only six years old and they're yeah. already learning next year's maths. And uh, worse is that uh, parents uh, help contribute that too, because, you know, they, they, they kind of very um, pushy. To the to the children in in learning the curriculum, uh, making sure that the kids uh, are performing well academically, and this is really a, a big problem too. Because you know we we suppose that homes, are families, you know, are shelters for the kids, not a not a place that they they give pressure to the to the children. But you know when they have a lot of pressure out there in schools, going back to home, they have they they continue to be pressurized. Absolutely. This is a really a big problem. And sometimes worse because, you know, the children do already struggle with and they're feeling anxious already and they struggle in that competitive environment at school. And you're absolutely right. When they come home, it really should be a shelter. And parents yeah. listening, you know, believe in the power of yet. You know, they can't do something yet, but they will eventually. There's no, you know, it's it's really not. I mean, it is important, but it's also not the most important thing no, to be not. pushing them. It's not yeah. the most important thing. You know, we always, uh, you know, ask um, parents to do more caring of the emotions of the kids, you know, rather than just uh, uh, asking the academic results. You know, let the kids talk about their feelings. You know, this is the way to build up a very good relationship between parents and kids. Exactly. Now, share with us a little bit more about the work that you do at the Samaritans Befrienders. What's your role? I mean, so if somebody is feeling distressed, do they call up your hotline? How does it work? Well, we we have uh, different services to help people with emotional um, problems or distress or even suicidal risk. Uh, we have an emotional support hotline running 24 hours a day, 365 days a year for those who are distressed or even suicidal. And we have a suicide crisis intervention center which helps people with suicide risk by providing counseling service to them. And uh, our live education center provides live education services to the community, especially children and youths. Um, and we go to schools, we go to youth centers, you know, a, a lot of places to, to provide these services. And finally, we're also running professional courses for helping professions to enhance the skills, um, especially social workers, teachers, you know, in serving the people with emotional problems and even suicidal ideation through our professional training and development center. Yeah, all, all these multiple, you know, facets and, and multiple prong approaches so important to really help people yeah. who, are, who are distressed. Clarence, yeah. is this a new hotline that you've launched? Yeah, we have launched a special hotline for youth with suicidal risk and also the parents uh, to call us uh, to, to consult. Uh, the number is 2389-2227. It runs from Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to midnight, Saturday, Sunday, and public holidays from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. We'd run it for three months till end of January, and we will see if we, um, there was still the need to continue the hotline. 
Yeah, and I know also you have an upcoming screening which is happening next Monday yep. on the 16th uh, in Elements. Uh, tell us about the screening. Uh, it's quite an interesting uh, oh, yeah. uh, film. Uh, it's called Siunin uh, Yapge. Tell us more. Yeah, uh, it's a local movie called Time Still Turns the Pages, Siunin Yapge, okay? And uh, we'll have the uh, premiere on the coming Monday at 9 p.m. It's about a suicidal student in a school which brings back the memories of a teacher who has experienced violence in his childhood. So um, it, it also talks about um, family members uh, having, um, you know, uh, one of the members died of suicide, you know, how, what the feeling would be. And, you know, and this really fits into the services that we are uh, providing to the community and uh, we do really want people to know uh, what's it all about uh, suicide absolutely it's an important topic and you know contrary to popular belief if you suspect somebody is suicidal or has suicidal thought it's okay to ask them directly oh yeah you know it's not a taboo to talk about it shouldn't be absolutely but you know in in various cultures and I have to say here in the culture in Hong Kong people tend to avoid talking about it and you know yeah. it's worried it might be triggering but actually if it's people, not the case it's not the case it's quite the opposite if they have that thought by talking about it it's not going to confirm it but, no it's not yeah exactly yeah. yeah so finally Clarence um remind our listeners how can we find out more about your work have you got uh, yeah share your hotline and your website and any social media uh well our website uh, address is uh, www.sbhk.org.hk and also you can check out our Facebook and Instagram fan page. Uh, the link can also be found in our website. So do just subscribe and share the links uh, to your friends. Um, so it, it would help, you know, when more people know our, our services. Absolutely. And soon in Yet Gay Teen Diary will be on at Elements. It's a premiere for it at 9.30 yep. on uh, the 13th of, uh, on the 13th of uh, November. Yeah, we have still some tickets. Excellent. I'll post yeah. a link on my Facebook so people can go check it out, buy the tickets oh, and support the school. Oh, that's very good of yeah. you. Thank you so much, Thank Clarence. You. I look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you so much. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>